Hello, everyone. Colleen Gallagher here on episode 48 of the Colleen Gallagher podcast. I'm like so excited. I made a commitment to myself a year ago that I wanted to do an episode a week for at least one year for 52 full weeks. And it's like, I can't believe like it's here. Like it's almost here. And so if you've been on this journey of the podcast with me, I mean, obviously we'll always continue it, but just the fact that we're almost hitting a birthday of a year is incredible. Um, We're just under like 2,500 downloads. I know so many of you have messaged me, which I'm so grateful for of your like loyal listeners to this on your walks and you look forward to it on your Mondays. So um, this just makes me so happy and uh, allowing me to know that I'm in the right space, expressing uh, what's coming through. And so many of you all over the world are receiving it. So today's episode, I want to go a little bit more political. It's going to be on the freedom of speech and censorship. And so I know some of you have been following me on social media, some of you have deleted social media, but I just want to give a little bit of background because I was actually really, confused as to why social media was able to regulate or delete content or um, even if it's like conspiracy or the COVID-19, like I didn't really understand why things were being deleted or censored or like how it was actually legal, if there was like court cases going on. And so I started to take a lot of interest in this and I started to take some time to um, understand the legalities and the politics behind technology. Um, For those of you who know, my second book that I've written is called The Future for Rohingya's Education in Bangladesh, and it's largely around technology. So what I want to share on this episode is that why social media can regulate content is because of an section 230 that was enabled by Bill Clinton in 1996. And this um, section has two parts to it. The first part of the section says that internet companies are protected from the content that's posted on their platforms. This is absolutely correct as in the United States of America, if this didn't, if this wasn't there, you basically could have people like myself suing Facebook for like having my child accidentally see child pornography when that wasn't the actual internet platform. Like they're just a platform and someone chose to do that, which was illegal um, or it's, you know, causing harm or violence, but that's not actually the internet platform's intention. And so you'd have everyday people basically going after corporations to sue them for money. So this first part of Section 230 is absolutely correct. It should be there. It should be protecting these big corporations because um, the nature of their business is offering a platform and they can't, uh, you don't want them controlling what's posted on the platform. Um, And so if there is something that's, you know, not so great, or if there is something that's harmful, Um, Obviously, they'll delete it, but we don't want people to be able to sue them because then they probably wouldn't be in business. They'd be going bankrupt. Now, the second thing that I want to share with you, um, which is profound that this was even ever passed, was 
that Section 230 allows social media, or I mean, internet companies, but social media is primarily the internet company platforms we're speaking of to regulate content while still having the immunity in the first part. So that means that they can regulate whatever they see fit to their terms and conditions while still not being liable to be sued for any content that's posted on the platform. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword that this second part of this section protects the media companies to regulate whatever they want just because. And so this kind of blew my mind. I was like, why would this ever be passed? Like this is, this just doesn't even feel like why, like, you don't even have mainstream media that has a law or a section protecting them to regulate content. There's okay, you have 24 hours in a day, this many hours to be posting news. Here's the stories from journalists that get to you and here's what makes mainstream media. That's how that works. Like there is no, like we, we are regulating content that's posted. It almost would be like if a journalist sent in something and then mainstream or television media goes, we're going to pick something from this journalist and pick something from this journalist and then combine it as our own, but cite it as like one of those journalists, not that we actually recreated an article to, to do something. Like it's crazy that social media is basically having all of us as journalists on their platforms and they're regulating what they want the narrative to be and they're protected to do that. And I know that's a lot because when I heard that, I mean, think of it, that's literally basically like if you were to go into a grocery store, they're carrying food, but for whatever reason, they're not, if they were able to carry toxic food, you know, knowingly and say they're still protected because technically it's not their food. They're just the distributor out of it. Like that would be insane. Like you would never hear that. And in the United States of America, First Amendment, it states Congress shall pass no law that suppresses speech, that um, like doesn't allow people to, to express themselves. Like there should be Congress shall pass no law. And so Congress allowed or through Bill Clinton, this section to be passed, which inherently goes against our very First Amendment. So it is absolutely, in my opinion, a breach of our, our First Amendment. Like when this was passed in 1996, that was the beginning of our freedom being slowly eroded away. And so what can we do? What, what, and that was where I'm always solution oriented. This is what I've seen. This is what's happened. And now what do we do to change this? What do we do to, uh, make this greater? What can we do for, for solving this? And so um, in the First Amendment, it says that we have the right to petition. And so what I've done is I've put a petition together where if we get 100,000 signatures in 30 days, we are able to have the White House um, respond to us. They're requested to respond to us. And if not, you can go into um, some legalities. And so I wanted to share this space with you all because I think there was a lot of us that fall that are in this community that are just a little bit confused at how social media has done what they've done, why they're doing what they've done, and the section 230 protects them. And I'm someone who deeply, you know, a huge value of mine is freedom. Freedom to express ourselves, freedom to be true to ourselves. That's, you know, essentially why I had cancer at a young age is because I wasn't free to express myself. 
And if I did express myself, it was like, I was shunned for it. I was shamed for it. There was all these things that came with it. So I care about this deeply and we have the petition here in the links, in the comments. And so I'd love for you to click it. I'd love for you to sign it. I'd love for you to share it with any of your friends that you know possible, because we do need a hundred thousand people to sign it. So with that, I wanted to keep this short and sweet and to the point. However, I do believe that greatness is coming. I do believe that we are still in a major transition. I do believe that the government is going to be shifting. However, this is a very important section that does need to be addressed that both the Democratic Party and Republican Party in the United States of America have agreed on for many years needs to be updated. So there's a few other petitions out there, but I don't think they've gotten very far. So I'd love for you to be part of this and join this movement with us to um, express freedom, to fight for our freedom, and most importantly, to restore us to our natural state of divine expression as we are experiencing the age of Aquarius and we are moving into a more balanced, um, harmonious state of masculine and feminine energy. So I love you. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at I am Colleen Gallagher or Facebook at forward slash the Colleen Gallagher. And let me know whatever I can do to support you on your journey. We always have new online programs, launching new courses, new books, and I'd love to be able to experience you. I'd love to be able to get to know you and uh, be deeper with you in the community that we are building here. Sending you so much love.